I'm asking you to open in the word of the Lord with me to 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 12. Praise God. There's a sweet spirit of the Lord that's here. I'm praying that God's spirit just strengthen you and touch you today. No matter what you've come with, maybe you didn't come with anything. Maybe you just need to worship the Lord and that's all right too. And maybe you've come brokenhearted or feeling like you're lost or not saved today. I want to introduce to you Jesus Christ this morning. 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse number 12. For the which cause I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. In an act of faith, would you this morning with me, let's, let's commit some things to the Lord. Would you do that right now in prayer? Lord, you see the, you see the things that I'm carrying this morning in my heart and my mind. And as an act of faith, Lord, I'm going to just put those into your care. I'm going to commit my life, my soul, my purpose, my family, my careers, my finances, my health, my salvation. I'm going to put it into your hands and into your care. Because I know in whom I have believed. And I am persuaded, even from the outset, that you are able, Lord, to keep that which I have committed unto you right now. Everyone say, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. There's a great spirit of faith in here this morning. There's a great spirit of faith in here. Praise God. Hallelujah. I am thankful this morning that you and I are able to say that what sets our faith tradition or our belief apart from some other major faith traditions in our world today are that we believe in Christ Jesus, a risen Savior. How many, how many are with me on that? Got two or three. I appreciate that. How many are with me this morning? We serve a risen Savior. Praise God. Amen. That, uh, that sets us apart. We can go visit the tombs of other uh, great world-renowned religious, religious leaders, but uh, we know that their bodies lie in rest in those tombs. But we can go to the tomb of Christ Jesus, and one thing that we'll recognize or, or right away is that it is an empty tomb. We serve this morning a risen Savior, and He is in our heart today. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we can... Uh, joyfully gather together here 
and lift our voice and say, it is Jesus, it is Jesus. Sad one, weep no more. He can heal the brokenhearted. Hallelujah. We are uh, alive and well this morning because we serve a, a risen Savior and he is victorious this morning in our lives. I'm going to invite you to just clap your hands with me a little bit and Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Other, other faith traditions may not be able to uh, believe in a risen Savior, may not even make that statement, but I want to stand today and in a, few, uh, in a few weeks, everyone say amen. In a few weeks, we're going to celebrate Easter Sunday morning. What a great resurrection story, getting up, getting up day. Uh, we're not going to focus on the, the, the death and the burial. That's a, a part of it. But on Easter Sunday, we're going to celebrate a risen Savior this morning. He is alive in our hearts. His spirit is alive and real here in this service. I'm, I'm worshiping today a risen, risen Savior. Amen. All of my life growing up in a, in a Pentecostal church and throughout my preaching life, I have preached on Christ Jesus. I have preached on the hands of the Lord that touched and healed. And uh, we have heard sermons preached about the nail-pierced hands of the Lord. We have preached about the head of Christ and the, the crown of thorns that was placed upon his head. How many have heard sermons about these, these things? We have preached about the face that was beaten and spit upon and slapped by angry hands. We have preached and experienced the love of Jesus. We've challenged and preached on forgiving those uh, that have gone against us in Christ's example, who on the cross looked at his uh, accusers and executioners and, Father, forgive them. We have preached over the years, uh, this ought to, something ought to start moving. We have preached about the virgin birth of Christ. And there ought to be something rise up in us when we talk about the sinless life and the sacrifice of his death and his burial and his resurrection. We have preached about the priesthood of Christ that when the accuser goes before us, there is one who, who stands in our place and uh, makes, makes appeal for each and every one of us. We have preached about the second coming of the Lord, the day when he shall be Crown King of Kings, oh, hallelujah, and Lord of Lords. One of these days, uh, we're going to look up, and in the cloud of glory, we're going to see our Savior return. Praise God. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Lift your hands with me. Oh, there's a wonderful presence of the Lord in this place. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and tell him it is Jesus. It is Jesus. 
If you don't have a neighbor, turn the one behind you, in front of you, someone. It is Jesus. You're right, Clinton. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. Hallelujah. He is my everything. He is my all in all. He is everything. Praise the Lord. Folks have written, uh, written poems and stories about him. Songwriters have written about him. He's the, it's the sweetest name I know. Songwriters said, there is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its worth. It sounds like music in my ear. It's the sweetest name on earth. Jesus, hallelujah. The songwriter said, I would, I would, oh man, I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus since I found in him a friend so strong and true. I would tell you how he changed my life completely. He did something that no other friend could do. Oh, I can still hear dad uh, lifting his head and singing that song. Uh, I would, I would love to tell you what I Think of Jesus. Praise God. In our hymnals we sing, Jesus is the sweetest name that I know. And the songwriter said, what a friend we have in Jesus. All of our, our sins and griefs to bear. Amen. Uh, some, I'm not just hounding you, but someone say, praise the Lord again this morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to tell you what. What, uh, what is needed in our world today and in our hearts in a sin-sick-filled uh, world, in a broken-hearted, empty soul, we need to experience a salvation that can only come to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Amen. The word of the Lord said, if I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. That is the truth. Uh, the word of the Lord said, all the eyes were on him in the synagogue. Matthew said, and when they had lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. <laughs> Did not the Greeks came and said, sir, we would only see Jesus in a world today filled with smoke screens and, and media and information. How about a Pentecostal apostolic church that said, I'm going to fix my eyes on the salvation that comes through Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. What the world needs to see Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Uh, feeling wound up in my spirit this morning. It's a good wound up. It's a good wound up. Praise God. You know, and, and the more, the more, the more that, the more that, uh, <laughs> The more that things run amok, the more I'm just hungry to focus my heart and my attention on the Lord. Praise God. He 
is, he is a sure foundation. He is a strong and mighty tower. He is a rock that the church can run into and be saved. I can run there and hide from the things of this world. I can come into the presence of the Lord. I can whisper the name of Jesus and be just encamped, enclosed in the, in the glory and in the presence of Almighty God. Doesn't matter where I'm at. Doesn't matter what I'm doing. Doesn't matter what's happening. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I can feel the, the glory cloud of God's presence as we, as we say his name. Who? hallelujah. What, uh, what, what, what Canada needs is to get a fresh vision of the Lord. What Perth Andover needs is to get a fresh vision of the, of the Lord. What Calvary Tabernacle needs and hung, should hunger for is a fresh vision of the righteousness. Lord, give me a fresh vision where all I see is just you and my, my salvation and this wonderful experience. Amen. Uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, meaning to harp and, and make canned statements, but, but uh, we are overwhelmed with auditory stimulus. That's hearing. We're overwhelmed with, with uh, vision uh, stimulus. We're, we're overwhelmed with taste stimulus and, and touch stimulus. And, and it's, it's all around us. And, and there, are, there are spirits that are roaming and going and, and every wind that blows. And, and we as a church are, are in that and that in that uh, whirlwind, the, the political and social and medical and financial and, and, and all of that whirlwind that's around us and somewhere in the middle of it, the child of God needs to just stop in the eye of the storm and look into the heavens. I see the Lord high and lifted up and his glory fills the temple. I, I am focused on uh, nothing less Less than Jesus' blood and hallelujah. Oh, isn't that the truth this morning? Isn't that the truth this morning? Hallelujah. You know, as I, as I preach things like this, of course, my mind just, those old hymns and those old songs just, roll through my head in my mind and there's just something in me that I want to just I want to just break out in chorus and and lift my voice with those songs what what drug addicts need today what drug addicts need today is Jesus what alcoholics need today is Jesus what those addicted to the things of this world need is a fresh, outpouring, Pentecostal experience in their heart and in their life. We just need Jesus to flood our lives and flood our souls. He is magnificent. His, his presence, he takes preeminence in our lives. We are hungry for and need that old-fashioned gospel of Jesus Christ preached to our hearts and minds. I need something to pierce through that, uh, 
that, uh, that mind. I need, the, I need the power of God to move in a fresh and wonderful way. So many things uh, 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 turn your eyes upon Jesus and the things of this world get so strangely dim. Amen. Uh, uh, let, me, let me just say this kindly. Is that all right if I say it kindly? Uh, Chrissy said, someone said the other day, uh, I, don't, I don't mean this to be offensive. Well, you can rest assured that if they start out that way, it's going to be offensive. Now, I want you to take this in the right way. That means there's a wrong way it's going to take it. So don't, don't, I don't mean to be offensive this morning, but in an hour when, when social movements are growing stronger, prayer meetings are getting smaller. I think what ought to happen is prayer meetings ought to get larger. Hallelujah. And, and prayer meetings ought to get stronger. And, 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 and these things, because what this world really needs is a baptism of the Spirit of Christ in our heart and in our lives. Praise the Lord. Now, that, that didn't get too offensive, did it? No, that's just good preaching, isn't it? How many think we need prayer meeting? Amen. Amen. How many think we need to hunger and thirst after more righteousness in the presence of the Lord? This is just good preaching. I, I'm not mad or angry, but oh my, my heart is hungry today to get my eyes shifted onto the presence of the Lord and the glory of the Lord and the things of this world will grow so strangely dim. How many believe we can still have an old-fashioned Pentecostal revival in 2022? How many believe miracles can still happen in Calvary Tabernacle 2022? Haven't, haven't had anybody get baptized here in a little while. I think it's time we trouble the waters and feel the presence of Jesus touching somebody's heart. Amen. Brother and Sister Dix, it's so nice to see you here this morning. When I look at you, I just get freezing cold. And I want to tell you why. Because I stood on their dock in middle arm. I said, I want to swim in the Atlantic Ocean. And uh, Marcus, you were there. Marcus saved my life. Because they said, Brother Farrell, it's going to be cold. I can handle it. I could not handle it. I never felt such cold in my life. And uh, I'm still shivering now when I think about it. I jumped in that water and my muscles instantly seized and stopped functioning. And uh, if Marcus had not been there to pull me out, I would not be here today. I would have died in Newfoundland. They would have buried me at sea because none of them were coming in after me. It was that cold. And I want you to know 
that we've got nice heated water that we can put in that baptismal tank. I'm ready to baptize somebody in Jesus' name. I'm ready to see somebody get filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost around here again. I'm ready to see a miracle. I'm, I'm ready to see somebody come in with, with cancer and us begin to pray in the name of Jesus and, and see them walk out and, and rejoicing. I'm ready to see somebody to come in that, 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 that needs a, a miracle in their life, a marriage healed, a financial problem, whatever it is, and see the power and the presence of God. Dave Farrell can't do it. You can't do it. The, the, the world can't do it. But if Jesus Christ is in the presence, I'm telling you, there is all things uh, that are possible in the presence of Almighty God. Come on, I'm ready to have revival again. I'm ready to have a move of God again. I'm ready to have God pour out his salvation experience in, in our midst. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. What would happen this morning in Perth Andover? What would happen in Canada today if something began in our midst where the Lord was high and lifted up and his presence was magnified and he, he settled in and, and began to move in a mighty marvelous way? Does anybody believe it can happen this morning? Anybody believe it can happen today? I want to tell you what this world needs is a salvation experience that only comes through, hallelujah, that only comes through Christ Jesus our Lord. I love our music. I love our technology. I love our building. I love all the things that we have. I, I love it. I'm so thankful for the multimedia and, and the live stream and, and sound and everything that we have. But I'll, I'll tell you, uh, we can have a move of God without those things. Uh, we just, we need with all of the stuff that we have and, and the workers and the volunteers and everything that we have, we can't ever forget. It's not our program and it's not our talent and it's not our abilities. It's the presence of the Lord and that's all that, that matters that's the only thing that makes the difference hallelujah praise God and please understand I, I like talent and quality but, 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 but talent without the anointing is just talent but when you take talent or willingness and you combine that with the anointing and the presence of God, oh, Lord, let it flow out, Lord. Let it flow out, Lord. Let, let your presence be manifest in our, in our place. Amen. Salvation only comes through Christ. I can know the Bible and not be saved. I can attend church and not be saved. I can, I can sign a roll and not be saved. I can give up my finances and not be saved. Lord, what I need is I need you living and breathing. I need baptized in your spirit and your presence, Lord. Feel every fiber in my life, Jesus. I need the Lord this morning. Amen. Praise God. I need Christ in my life. He is our salvation, and he is, he, is our, he is our life. The Lord is my life. He has been my life all of my life. 
I don't know how that happened. I don't know how it happened. But somewhere, as a, just a young kid, this got into my heart and into my spirit. And uh, it's, never, it's never let me go. How many can testify that this morning? It just won't let you go. How many, how, many, uh, how many have thought time and time again, oh, man, I'd just be nice to stay here under these covers. And then, and then something says, no, I, I've just got to get in the presence of the Lord. I've just got to get in the presence of the Lord. Well, I, I'm going all alone. I know, but I just have to get in the presence of the Lord. I don't, I don't feel that good today. I know, but I just got to get in the presence of the Lord. When our children were young, our children were young, we'd be going somewhere or doing something and it would be maybe a busy place or a busy spot, and, and uh, we would tell Anthony and Chrissy, stay, stay close, stay close. Any of you parents ever say that to your kids? Huh? No? Okay. What was wrong with you and I? You folks not care about your children? Is that? How many said that to your kids? Sure you did. Stay close. Don't take off. I've, I even see they have leashes for children now. Harnesses, you put them on. Just, you can buy them at the pet store down here. And they'll extend out 20 feet, and then you pull the button, and they zing them right back in. We said, we said that to our kids. Stay close. Don't, don't run off. We got to stay within sight and hearing. If there was anything I'd like to Say to us this morning, feel like the Lord is, hallelujah, he is touching my heart today. Stay close to the Lord. There's a lot of noise out there. There's a, there's a lot of traffic out there. There's, there's a lot going on. And don't tell me that this isn't somewhat spiritual, what's happening in our world today. It has a spiritual component to it. Stay close to the Lord. Stay close to the Lord. Pull up beside Jesus and settle in beside the Lord. It's the safest place for the children of God. Hallelujah. I would encourage you not only, not only stay close, 
but slip your hand. And I know I'm speaking metaphorically and symbolically, but slip your hand into the hand of the Lord and let him hold your hand and let him hold it tight. Lord, don't ever let me go. Hallelujah. And I'm not encouraging you to hold his hand because you could let go. I'm encouraging you to say, Lord, take hold of my hand and don't you ever let me go. Don't you, even if I pull, even if my heart wants to wander, even if I want to roam, Lord, don't let me go. Hold me. Deliver me from evil. Deliver me from the things. Keep me from harm and danger, Lord. Someone say, praise the Lord with me. Praise the Lord with me. Would you lift a hand? Let's, let's say that prayer right now, Lord. Don't ever let me go, Jesus. In this hour, in this noise, in this traffic, Lord. Don't ever let me go, Jesus. Hold me tight, Lord. Keep me close to you, oh God. Hallelujah. Keep me close to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, there's a presence of the Lord that's in this place this morning. We're hearing a word from the Lord. It's not my preaching, but it's a word from the Lord. It's, it's the Spirit of God that's talking to us. Paul said, Paul said, I am a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you something ought to move within us, Lord. I, I'm willingly putting myself into your hold, into your hand, Lord. Hold me and don't ever let go of me, Jesus. Whatever this hour may bring, Lord, don't ever let me run. Don't ever let me get away, Jesus. Hold tight, Lord. Hold tight to me. Stay close to the Lord. Stay close to the Lord. Even when this old flesh is, even with this old flesh is pulling. Can I get a drink? I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, there's an anointing in this place this morning. Oh, Jesus, let your spirit, let your truth just settle on us, God. Oh, God, let this settle into our spirit this morning, Jesus. I pray an anointing upon us, Lord. I pray break yokes of bondage today, Jesus. Fill somebody with the Holy Ghost this morning, Lord. Set somebody free today, Lord. Let your glory fill this sanctuary this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Let your anointing fill this place. Your anointing fill this place. Oh, don't ever, don't ever let me go, Lord. Even when this flesh wants to run, even when this flesh hungers for the things of the world, even when my spirit tugs and pulls for things that go contrary to the spirit, when my heart when my heart overwhelms me and, and uh, the pull of the world and the lust of my flesh tug at my heart and, and, and hunger and desire for the things of this flesh pull, Lord, I pray, I submit, Lord, I submit, hold tight, Jesus, hold tight, Lord, and don't ever, don't ever let me go. Don't ever let me go. 
Let the pool of Father's house, let the memories of Father's house, let the, let the meals of Father's house, let the atmosphere of Father's house, let the presence of Father's house always be in the mind of the prodigal so that when life has left them cold and empty and dark and, and hopeless and helpless and, and alone and isolated and rejected, I know there is a place that I can go in Father's house, in Father's house, in Father's house, in Father's house. Let there be, let there be. Don't ever let the tug of the pig pen be stronger than the tug of the hand of God in my life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The psalmist said, I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. The psalmist said, when I wake up every morning, I want to be like the Lord. Oh, I'm hungry in my life. And we need an experience with God. Who are hungry to walk like Christ walked. To talk like Christ talked. To love like Christ loved. To live like Christ lived. To forgive like Christ forgave. To care like Christ cared. And to weep like Christ wept. And to have compassion like Christ had compassion. Finally this morning... So not only is salvation in Christ and life is in Christ, our future is in Christ. And I don't know what's going on in the world, but people will ask me things. They'll say, have you heard about what's going on in the world? And I look at them and say, no, I don't. I'm not following it anymore. But I understand from the questions I get that there are, there are a lot of volatile and there's a lot of upheaval happening in our world around us. What is our future? Salvation is Christ. Our life is Christ. I'm here to tell you that our future is Christ. Our future is Christ. There is only one that holds my future. And that is Christ Jesus. Oh, not, not the politicians, not the doctors, not the bankers, not the lawyers, not, not the mayors, nobody. The only person, the only thing that holds my future and your future 
is the Lord. And I know that's kind of hard sinking through some heads right now because for the last three years we've been told that we hold each other's futures. And that's not the case. The Lord holds our future. I know not what tomorrow holds, but I know who holds tomorrow. And you and I rest in the hands of Christ Jesus our Lord. Hallelujah. Like I said, I get preaching this and all those songs start rolling through my head. And I don't, uh, I don't think about them when I'm putting it together, but when I start preaching them, <laughs> and, and so it's going through my head, I, I, know, not, I know not what tomorrow, I, I, don't know who holds, I know who holds the future. See, I don't know the words of these songs, but I, I know I've sung them a lot. But I am here to remind somebody in the anointing of the Holy Ghost that as long as I'm submitted to Christ, living for Him, He holds my future in His hands. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I know not what tomorrow brings, but I know who holds my tomorrow. And it's the Lord. And he holds your tomorrow. I can talk to you this morning about streets of gold. I can talk to you this morning about walls of jasper. I can talk to you today about gates of pearl. I can talk to you this morning about life eternal. And all of us have, have loved ones that we haven't, they haven't moved into the new Jerusalem yet, but, but they are in the presence of the Lord. They are in the presence of the Lord. And uh, I can talk to you about an eternity in the presence of the Lord. And all of the things that I believe heaven holds for God's children and God's people. And all those things are going to be wonderful because we think materialistically. When I think of blessings and favor, I think of finances and gifts and things like that. We don't always, you know, and so to describe heaven as gold and jasper and pearl, that, that, that puts something in our mind. Wow! Wow! But when you walk on streets of gold, that, that's not... That's not wow. That's not wow. So there's got to be something greater than that. That's going to be the, the, the feature of heaven. Someone said Bill Gates could burn $20,000 a day and not even know it was gone. $20,000 would change my life. 
So to offer Bill Gates $20,000, he would laugh at that. What is this? What is this? What is this? $20,000. What is this? It's nothing. When we're living in mansions and streets of gold and walls of jasper and pearl. So there's got to be something about heaven that is gonna, that's going to be a greater phenomenon than, than streets of gold and walls of jasper have come to tell you that that if walls were not jasper and if streets were not gold and if mansions did crumble and if folks still grew old still I would see everything that I have longed to see and that is to be in the presence of Jesus for eternity. So the attraction of heaven isn't isn't the walls and the streets and the mansions and all of those things. The attraction of heaven is going to be the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, the presence of the Lord. It's going to be living eternally in the realm of Christ. That metaphysical dimension that, that takes us out of, of the pain and the, the suffering and the, the sorrow of flesh and life. Victory over the grave. I am in the presence of the Lord. Still I would see everything I'm longing to see. Hallelujah. I'm looking forward to seeing my family. and I'm looking forward to Old Testament saints. I'm looking forward to the prophets of old and the men and women of God. I want to say hi to Brother Rose so bad. There are so many things that I want to see in heaven, but most of all, most of all, to look upon the face of our Savior. Listen, folks, it's all about Jesus this morning. It's all about Jesus. I can commit my salvation to him. Paul said, I know whom I have believed. He is able. I am persuaded. He'll keep. I've committed my soul to him. I've committed my life to him. And this morning, I'm committing my future to the Lord because he, oh, he praise the Lord to the child of God who was lost and dying on their way to a sinner's hell and they met God at a they met God of a, at a Pentecostal altar, repented of their sins, and experienced salvation, was baptized in Jesus' name, and filled with the Spirit of Christ. Their heartbeat has been for Him. From that day on, they have loved the Lord. They have served Him and struggled and fought and walked, walked that that road. At times they felt like turning around, but, but the journey back is as long as the journey, so you might as well keep going. And uh, 
They've loved him and talked about him and they've shared with him and they've helped others. And you ask them, are you, are you going for the gold on the streets? That they'll say, oh, that'd be nice. And are you going for the mansions? Oh, that, that'd, that'd, that'd be nice. But we get this image that we're going to lay around in heated swimming pools drinking lemonade. And I, I don't think that's kind of the, the plan. And the foundations of jewels. and But then the songwriter said, but most of all, <laughs> most of all, I want to look at the face of Jesus. Because he is the one that saved me and kept me and healed me and touched me. Turned my life around. When I was lost and dying and undone, it is Jesus. It is Jesus. Let us pray. Lord, I'm hungry for a fresh vision of you this morning. There's a lot of noise and traffic in our world today. Lord, I need all of that to grow small and dim. I need a fresh vision, a fresh vision, a fresh vision that you hold my salvation my life, and my future. It rests in your hands. Touch today your people, this congregation. Lord, thank you for being a lamp and a light in this hour. Lord, I am praying today for someone that needs to turn their life over to you, that needs to dedicate their heart to you, Lord, when we open this altar, I'm praying that your spirit would just reach down and grab somebody's soul and compel them to have a fresh touch and a fresh anointing of your spirit in their life. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would you stand with me this morning? I've only partly sung about 15 songs this morning, and even mixed songs. Poor Sister Farrell's sitting over there saying, what on earth am I supposed to play? But the Lord will get her to get the right one. I, I don't think it would be right for us to leave this morning in such a compelling atmosphere of getting a fresh vision for the presence of the Lord without spending a few moments in the altar and um, having God touch me fresh and new again. How many would like that today? 
oh, to shake off this old world and shake off the anger and the hatred and the, the strife. The Bible says in the last days there's going to be wars and rumors of wars and famines and earthquake and pestilence. And are we living in the last days? Are we, are we living in the last hour? We sure are. And if we're not careful, our hearts and minds will get so filled with anger and bitterness and fear. But in the presence of Jesus, all of that just evaporates. Just evaporates. How many need a fresh touch from the Lord today?